Radha Madhava Shakuna Chabitu Parin Gopijan Vallabha Okay, so good morning everybody. Reading this morning from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 12th Canto. We're in chapter number 11. We're going to begin with text number 17 this morning. This is the uh, description of the Mahapurusha. And uh, please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Okay, so we've got text number 17 on the board. Mandalam Deva Yajana. You guys want to try it? Mandalam Deva Yajana. Go ahead. That's it. Diksha Samkara Atmana. Hari Charya Bhagavata Atmano Duritashaya. Okay? Word for word. Mandala. What does mandala mean? Here's the sun globe. The globe, sun globe. The planet, the sun. Okay, uh, Deva Yajanam. That means the place where the Supreme Lord is worshipped. The interesting Deva Yajanam, you know, can mean the place where the demigods worship the Lord. But anyone who comes into the temple is considered to be a resident of Vaikuntha, of the spiritual world. Diksha? What is Diksha? What's Diksha mean? Spiritual initiation. We have a Diksha guru and a Shiksha guru. So we can have many Shiksha gurus. That means instructing gurus. But we'll only have one initiating spiritual master, the Diksha guru. Uh, samkara. Uh, samskara. Skara. Yeah, samskara means the process of purification. So there's ten different uh, kind of rites of passage 
in the Vedic tradition, starting from uh, what's called Garbhadan Samskara, that the parents generally worship the Lord, read scriptures, chant 50 rounds each before they conceive the child. Because whatever consciousness the parents are in at the time they have conceived the child, they attract a particular soul to the child to their womb. And then all the way up to the funeral ceremony, where when a person dies and their body's burned, it's recommended before we just before we die, we should give as much charity as possible, hear the Srimad Bhagavatam, and recite the holy name. Okay, we've got Atmana. What does Atma mean? Atma means the soul. Mm-hmm. Parichara means devotional service. Bhagavata, just like this book's called Bhagavatam. So it comes from the root word Bhagavata, which means the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In South India, you know, Bhakti Steve, there's forms of the Lord where he's lying down asleep. And then we have Atmana again for the Jiva soul. Uh, Durita means sinful reactions. The reason we're suffering, sinful reactions. Durita. And then we have Shaya, the destruction. So here's the translation and purport. The sun globe is the place where the Supreme Lord is worshipped. Spiritual initiation is the means of purification for the spirit soul. And rendering devotional service to the Supreme Personality of God is the process for eradicating all one's sinful reaction. Can you guys repeat this for me? Here it is. The sun globe is the place where the Supreme Lord is worshipped. Spiritual initiation is the means of purification for the spirit soul. And rendering devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the process for eradicating all one's sinful reactions. So you see, the, all, everything that's making us suffer is eradicated just by attending the morning and evening program and chanting. Prabhupada organized this program so nicely, starting with Mangalarti, up to Bhagavatam and Prashadam, just so that we can get free from all of the misery that haunts us in our lives. Here's the purport. One should meditate on the fiery sun globe as a place where God is worshipped. Lord Krishna is the reservoir of all effulgence, and thus it is fitting that he be properly worshipped on the sun globe. So did you guys know that the colors of the rainbow are actually the ten main potencies of the Supreme Lord? In the spiritual world, those ten, ten colors are personified and they are the ten potencies of the Supreme Lord. And they appear within this material world um, in the form of the rainbow or if you use a prism... Have you guys ever used a prism before? No, not in... <laughs> no, Sam, a prism is like a little triangle of glass 
And when you put it out in the sun, it reflects the sunlight and it shows you the rainbow. Just like water, yes. Like if you go to White Rock Lake here in the morning, the sun shines and hits the water and it looks like a rainbow coming off the water. Exactly. Same system. That's right. Rainbows can help you to sleep too. Did you know Krishna? He, you know, when you're around Krishna, you can count all these cows around Krishna. But sometimes you might get tired of counting cows and you want to count sheep. That's what happens if you're around the cows too much. You start to want, you, you start to desire to count sheep. Yeah, so there's a whole science. It's taught by Garuda. Do you know who Garuda is? He's up here. You see the big fiery bird up here? The fire bird, Sam. You see him up there? The, the red bird? The fiery red bird up there. That's Garuda. He's the lord of all the eagles. But he has a divine spiritual body. He is the carrier of Lord of the Lord. The Lord rides on him like an airplane. Yeah, Krishna rides on Garuda. Garuda loves that. Garuda and Krishna are best friends. No, Garuda is a devotee. He just has the body of an eagle. King of the eagles. Yeah, you can take a look. Maybe, Steve, you want to look up close too? You can see his wings and his beak and his tail. See, he's all the way up there. You see there's two eyes. There's like a tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so powerful. Garuda has a universal form. He's more powerful than all the demigods combined. And he's spiritual. He never dies. He was blessed by the Lord because he performed devotional service. He was selfless. He was loving Krishna. So Krishna gave him a benediction to live forever. And Garuda offered to become the Lord's carrier. Yeah, sometimes he comes here too. Yep. They say there's these big eagle talon fossils. You're not too far from here at Canyon Lake. They're huge. They're about this big. The, ta- tas- the, the talons of an eagle, giant eagle. So in the Bhagavatam, it describes that Garuda is a giant eagle, but it also describes that there's these eagles from the heavenly planet. Sometimes they come to earth, they land here, and they eat elephants. They're so big. No, the eagles, eagles... Eagles from the heavenly planets, they come to earth sometimes and they eat elephants. Yeah, they're so big, they can pick up the elephant with their talons, you know. Like the elephant is just like a little puppy next to one of those eagles. 
But the demigods, sometimes they ride on those eagles. Like Lord Vishnu, he rides on Garuda. So this is a really interesting purport we have here. The first point is that we should meditate on the sun globe. When you go outside and understand that the Supreme Lord is being worshipped there and the effulgence of the sun originally comes from Krishna. Do you know what that effulgence is called? What is the effulgence of Krishna called? It's blessed, but it's called the Brahma Jyoti. Steve, did you know that? The effulgence coming from the Lord's body is called the Brahma Jyoti. And it's it's reflected through sunlight. That's huh? Jyoti means effulgence. So everything is nourished and maintained by the sun. If the sun wasn't present within the universe, we'd be dead right now. We'd be frozen, we'd be blind, we'd be dead. So we should look at the sun and think this is the warming, the nurturing of energy of the Supreme Lord. Looks like you guys need a little of nurturing yourselves. Maybe you should think about changing your diets a little bit. I'd, I, I'd hate to recommend something other than orange juice and, um, you know, kitchery, but you might consider a variety of food earlier in the morning. It might give you more energy. And what does initiation do? We were just reading that in the verse. Prabhupada actually said it's the beginning. When you take initiation, you actually take that vow that now, Krishna, I, I will do everything I can to worship you. I'll follow the principles, I'll attend the programs, I'll chant 16 rounds. I'll try my best to get out of this material world. And the Guru will help us. But the result of initiation is that the soul becomes free from material desire. We start to become disinterested in lust, anger, and greed. We're no longer covered by the mode of ignorance. That's initiation helps us to get free from that. And then what does rendering devotional service do, Steve? No, initiation purifies us. What does devotional service do? Engages our senses in Krishna's service, but also it does one more thing. It frees us from all misery. It frees us from the reactions of past sinful activity. So if we take up this process, it's not like we have to worry about our past or we have to do some type of additional like purification, you know. Just like on one of the, they have these different rituals that you can do. Like, for example, if somebody drinks liquor, it's recommended that they drink hot ghee and burn themselves to death. So you don't have to do that, you guys. All you have to do is come here and hurry, hurry, bowl and take a little prasadam. What do you think about that? Is that a good deal? Okay, so that's the three things. What's the first one about the sun? What do you do? What do you think about when you see the sun? 
But we don't want to just get warm. When we see the sun, we have to understand that the sun is the energy of the Supreme Lord. We are depending on that energy. And the effulgence of the sun is the rays emanating from the body of the Lord. So when we see the sun, we should think of Krishna. And initiation. You guys have been coming here for years. You're starting to come into the category of ISKCON fossils. I don't want to see you guys fossilized. I want, I want to see you energized. So what do you have to do to, to get purified? Initiation. So you have to find a spiritual master and get initiated. You ready for that? You got a chance 16 rounds. Can you do that with us, Sam? That's the first qualification, Sam. You're on your way. Back home, back to God. And then what happens when you perform devotional service? That's the third thing. When you perform devotional service, even when you come here for the morning and evening program, what happens to you? We get free from... We get free from reincarnation, but more than that, even better than... We get free from all miseries. All of our sinful reactions become diminished by the mercy of Krishna, and we become joyful. Okay, guys, so I'm going to stop here. You got any questions about that? Yeah. You guys were, I kept kept you awake. See, that's why we have to talk like this more often. All right, I'm going to stop here. Thank you so much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.